Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Well, Mace, as we talked about going into the break, the majority of the show today is going to be about the life of Demarius Thomas. But Colorado State has a new head football coach, Jay Norvell. And Jay, you are a breath of fresh air today on this day with the passing of Demarius Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I I, I can't begin to tell you how glad I am that you are on this show today because, honestly, it's it's very hard to do a show like this, but you are so positive, and we are so excited that you are at Colorado State. Welcome to Colorado. Uh, Thank you. That means the world to me. And first, just let me say, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to the family and the memory of Demarius Thomas. I know how he... I know how important he was to the city of Denver and the state of Colorado and what a what an amazing guy and uh, just uh, very saddened to hear, hear the news. Well, there's going to be a guy on the show later today, a guy I'm sure you're familiar with his history, Brandon Marshall. He is a Nevada grad. He was yes, Demarius's teammate. He is going to be joining us later on in the show to talk about Demarius Thomas. With yeah, Brandon's a good friend, and 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 uh, I've gotten to know him very well over the last five years. And and uh, please send my regards to Brandon. I will absolutely do that. But let's talk about you. On a Thursday, Colorado State lets go of Steve Adazio. Can you take us through the chronology and the whirlwind that you went through, basically starting probably on Thursday night, and then you're hired on Monday. How did all of that yeah. happen so quickly? You know, it was really, uh, it did really happen quickly. And, and you know, in this world of, of, uh, of college and pro football, um, these things do happen quickly. Um, you know, I, I, I had a conversation with Joe Parker, and uh, immediately there was mutual interest. And I just I just was so uh, immediately I knew that our leadership style and our core values really were aligned together. Um, We talked uh, for, uh, I don't know, for a while. um, And I visited with the search committee, tremendous people, very impressive, very professional, uh, very focused on, on what they felt they needed in a coach to win. Uh, After that conversation, um, I, I, I had a chance to talk to President McCullough and, and, and Joyce, uh, and she was fantastic. Uh, just like my conversation with Joe, they were aligned in their in their leadership style. Um, I mean, we almost were finishing each other's sentences, uh, Joyce and I, just of what we looked at in leadership. And you know, I talked about people having a sense of urgency and a sense of purpose, and she said I use that that line all the time 
and just there was just so much in common that we had and what we looked at as far as leadership, as far as leading people, um, our responsibility of leadership, uh, and what we wanted to accomplish with the football programs. They have very high expectations, and I've always had very high expectations. I've always coached at great programs. You know, I've, I've been at Oklahoma. I've been at Texas. I've been at Nebraska. I've been at UCLA. You know, I've been a, a coordinator. I don't know how unique it is. I think it's pretty unique. I've been a coordinator at Nebraska, UCLA. I was a co-coordinator at Oklahoma, and I and I was a play caller at Texas. So I don't know how, how many people have done that at those schools, but not it can't be very many. And um, so I, I think I'm very unique. I coached in the NFL for six years, four with the Colts. Uh, when Peyton was there, um, and then two years with the Raiders, uh, coached in the Super Bowl. So I think I have some very unique qualities. I think of myself as a football man. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a roster builder. I'm a recruiter. Uh, and I'm a developer of talent. And uh, I just think those qualities really correlate to my opportunity here at CSU. Now, you mentioned meeting with the athletic director, university president, and, and the shared goals that you have. And, of course, last week at your press conference, talked or earlier this week talked at the press conference, talked about Cincinnati kind of being a place where CSU can get. Now, before this year, you had not seen a group of five team make the playoffs. So right. now that Cincinnati has done it, how much more realistic is that possibility of making the playoff in terms of what you sell to the CSU community, to Fort Collins, the entire state, and also to the recruits that you're going to try to bring in? I think it's realistic in the fact that, um, you know, the goal, my goal is always to be at a place that loves and supports football. And CSU certainly has done that over the years. Um, you know, to, to play at the highest level, you have to have support uh, because you have to attract the best. You have to attract the best coaches. You have to attract the best players. And certainly the one thing about Cincinnati is they have great players. And they've, they've done a great job of recruiting, but they've also supported that program to where they could go out and get those players. Um, you know, our goal at Nevada was to win every year, compete for the championship every year, and and have an opportunity to play on New Year's Day, be nationally ranked, and, and have that opportunity to get into that mix of being in the group of five. I don't think there's any doubt that CSU has, has supported uh, this program to have a great football pro- program. And so um, I'm just so excited. That's what attracted me to this opportunity. And, you know, those those are our goals. We want to win every year. We want to be in bowl games, uh, and we want to have the opportunity to be nationally ranked and play on New Year's Day and be one of those kind of teams. And so, um, you know, I had a chance to talk with the with the team about that. And and so, um, I I just I've been doing this a long time. I, I think if those aren't your goals, why do it? You know why. Well, I put all the time and effort and commitment into coaching this game and recruiting kids and being away from your family if you don't want to be the very best. And so, you know, that's why I do it. That's what gets me up in the morning. From the time my feet hit the ground, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards those goals with a sense of urgency and purpose and, 
and we want our players to do that and everybody in the building. We are talking with uh, the new head coach for Colorado State, Jay Norvell. Uh, is the word dude in your vocabulary? Dude? <laughs> is that in your vocabulary? Is it in your vocabulary? I probably use it. I don't know if I overuse yeah, it. Yeah, don't. But, but... Don't. It, it, the less you use it, the more you're going to endear yourself to Rams fans. I'll just leave it at that. With that, when you walked off the field on the 27th, and life has a funny way of working out, Jay, could you have yep. possibly imagined you'd be walking back on that field the following week? Absolutely not. No, um, but I do say this all the time. I, I tell our coaches this, and I tell our players this. I, I just think we are we're living in such a unique time of opportunity. And, you know, one of our core values is accountability. And um, if you just really learn to control and put your focus and energy on the things you can control, all you can control is your focus, your energy, and playing the very best you can. I think that's what I learned in the National Football League. That's what a professional is, is, is learning to do your very best regardless of the circumstances. And, and, um, and that's what you learn in that league is that that's what your job is, to do your very best regardless of circumstances. And I tell our coaches and players that all the time. I said, all we can do is go out and win and, and, and play as well as we're capable of playing. And, and the rewards from that, you don't know what they're going to be. And, and uh, you know, I was just talking to one of our assistants, uh, you know, just before this phone call about, you know, coming in here a couple weeks ago, we wanted to play our very best. And we, we felt like we had a very special football team, and we owed it to ourselves to, to show everybody else how good we were. And we did that night. We played one of our best football games, and that's what we were capable of doing. And, and, uh, and that's the goal every week. And so, uh, no, I, I could have never imagined that. It was very surreal uh, walking back in here and walking to the 50-yard line and seeing that welcome, welcome new head football coach, Jane Orvell, that was very surreal. Now, of course, that night that, that, that Nevada beat CSU uh, when you were on the sidelines for Nevada, Carson Strong had a big game, and that certainly caught the eyes of a lot of people. Uh, in Colorado, uh, looking maybe at uh, potential quarterbacks for the future in the NFL. We all see that the Carson's got an amazing arm, but from being his head coach at Nevada, what are kind of the intangibles and things kind of beyond the film that jump out that really distinguish Carson Strong as a pro prospect? Well, I love Carson, and, and I've been around a lot of pro players and pro pro prospects you know i was at oklahoma seven years and we had sam bradford landry jones when i was there um and the baker mayfield came in um you know carson uh you know i was with the colts with peyton and then uh rich gannon at the raiders um but carson we look for three things in a quarterback we look for intelligence we look for accuracy and we look for passion carson has all three he's six four plus he's got a tremendous release um, and he loves, he has such a passion for the game. He loves to practice. You know, a lot of kids have, people have talent, but not a lot of people have the passion to practice and prepare. And he loves to watch film. He loves to practice. Um, and, uh, 
He's got a tremendous release. We love to throw the deep ball, and he's a tremendous deep ball thrower. Uh, great accuracy, uh, and he's extremely tough. You know, he played this year. He was about 70% healthy. He had a he had the off-season knee surgery, and he got a scope before the season, and he was never quite 100%, but, you know, he's as tough as anybody that I've ever been around and performed when he wasn't 100%. And I just think he's got a great future in, in the National Football League. Um, you know, we've been hearing all year that he's going to be, um, you know, obviously in the first couple of rounds. Um, he threw for over 4,000 yards. I think he had 38 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Um, his touchdown-interception ratio was equal to all the guys in the first round last year right. that were picked. And so um, – I just think that equates, uh, you know, the, the style of play. He was a pocket passer, and those are the skills that he's going to have to to show and utilize at the next level. And so I, I just think he has a bright future. He's going to declare. He'll be invited to the Super, the Senior Bowl. We had three three players at Nevada that were invited to the Senior Bowl from our offense. Our our receiver Romeo Dubs, number seven. Our tight end Cole Turner, and then Carson will be up. Three players. And so for, for a group of five to have three players invited to the Senior Bowl on the same offense is very rare. Okay, uh, real quick yes or no answer. Do you consider yourself a pretty good salesman? I know you're a great recruiter. Are you a pretty good salesman? Well, uh, I have to be. It's part of my right. job. I'm okay. ready to talk to a bunch of, bunch of recruits there you go. this weekend. So, yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to put this to the test, all right? I'm going to absolutely put this to the test. If you are that good of a salesman, then you are going to convince Carson to come back to school <laughs> and transfer, go to the transfer portal, and go to Colorado State. Okay? You're going to have to. Dude, you're, you're on the clock support, with me now. You're going to have to support a name, image, and likeness deal that's probably going to have to be, uh, I don't know, it's going to have to be quite, quite high, millions <laughs> of dollars to get him to do that. Jay, excuse me using this word, but dude, you said you're the salesman. You're going to have to figure this out. You're going to have to figure I can't help you. I don't know, Carson. We're about to find out how good you are. But I will tell you something. You have a you have a Hall of Fame quality. You know what that is? The first time I saw your picture, I knew that you were going to be a great coach here. You know why? Because you have a Hall of Fame quality. You know what that is? No, sir. You've got the Bill Cower chin. I know you're going to be successful here. I know it. <laughs> I've never been told that. You do. And so And you have uh, the best mustache ever. But you have well, a you I appreciate that. You don't think you I have a Bill Cower chin? I I never thought that, but I, I appreciate it. Well well hopefully my my record will reflect that when I when I leave this institution someday and I retire. So Well, you know what? I hope you stay a very long time. People look at Colorado State at times as a stepping stone. We all think you are the right guy, and we hope you have a mm -hmm. career here like Sonny Lubick did. Jay, well, I, I know you have to I, do I just Go ahead. I just, I just uh, it, it's funny you say that. Sonny came by, and, 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 and uh, we had a long talk this morning and talked about everything about the program and recruiting, and, and uh, that, that humbles me that, that you would say that, and I appreciate that. Jay, I know you have to do another interview at 435. Thank you so much for your time. We are excited to see what you do with the Rams. Thanks, Jay.
Appreciate it so much. Look forward to talking to you guys in the future. I hope so. Outstanding. By the way, what a breath of fresh air considering everything that we have talked about today and we're going to talk about. And just in general. I mean, it wouldn't matter if it was just a normal day. Yep. That Jay Norvell makes you feel better about life just by talking. He sounds like an amazing guy. And I can see how he gets the most out of his players. And I can't wait to see what this offense looks like sooner than later. Don't forget, second hour of the show, uh, we're going to be joined by Todd Davis and Brandon Marshall to talk about the passing of Demarius Thomas. But coming up next, our Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. We're going to talk about the Broncos' 10-point favorites. Are you giving the points? That's next. 